Before we get started with this episode of the podcast, here's a quick message from our sponsor. If you're still sure of a Prezi or two, can we suggest the perfect last minute Christmas gift? Roomcard is a digital hotel gift card for over 1 million hotels and over 900 global hotel brands. Roomcard can be purchased in any amount, so it can be collected or topped up for any adventure, staycation, or maybe even just a work from hotel day. There's no expiry date, and with instant international delivery straight to a mobile phone at your chosen time, anywhere in the world, Roomcard is quite possibly the best Christmas gift for 2021. Visit roomcard.com and give them something wonderful to look forward to. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Event Industry News podcast with me, James Dixon. As always, wishing you a very good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever or wherever you tune into today's podcast from. I'm in a slightly different recording location uh, today. Some of you may have seen me pop up in this location before, very kindly being offered the facilities of one of my clients I work with regularly to, uh, to do some of the recordings on the podcast today. Let's bring our guests in today straight away and we can dive into uh, some of the subject matter and a little bit about what we're talking about. Two smiling gentlemen who are joining me here from the UK. I'm uh, joined by Ashoma McCary and Yoma James before. They're from a company called Vendor, and it, it's great. When I do these podcasts, I get given usually a fairly vague brief. But as I've said before on some of these intros, that's how I really like it, because it's great when we get guests on and we get a chance to really ask them the questions that I know our podcast listeners are going to be shouting at me to ask, which is, why did they set it up? What was the inspiration? To tell us a little bit more about Vendor, we've got the two chaps here today. Guys, thanks for joining the Event Industry News podcast, first of all. Uh, James, thank, thanks for having us on board. I'm um, really excited to be able to talk more around uh, about Vendor today. Absolutely. Um, Yoma, uh, Ashoma, to tell us a little bit about what Vendor is, first of all, before we maybe take a little bit of a step back and, and find out how and why it started. Great. Um, so Vendor, um, it's our baby. And, and uh, <laughs> I'll use that one, yeah. So Vendoy started based on personal experience. Uh, myself, um, Yoma, as well as um, our CTO, Charles, who, who is unable to join us today due to unforeseen um, circumstances. Now, Vendoy is an on-demand app. Um, and we're building this app to allow customers like yourself, James, or myself, or Yoma, or anyone listening today, uh, the ability to be able to source and book event vendors. So when I say event vendors, we're referring to things like photographers, videographers, MC hosts, live bands, etc. Yeah. And giving them the ability to be able to source and book them with a few taps. Anytime, anywhere, at their own comfort zone. And, and that's what Vendor is all about. And uh, the, 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 the reason behind Vendor was um, basically based on personal experience. I'll talk about mine and then yeah. Yoma can, can cancel add to it. In 2016, I was organizing an event um, in London. I just moved from Manchester in 2014. And it was actually my wedding. And I needed to source for event vendors. Uh, you know, wedding, when you plan for a wedding, you're looking about 14, 10 to 14. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. And I realized that I checked within my directory. I couldn't 
find any sort of vendor. I know I didn't know any DJ, I didn't know any MC. So the best thing for me to do, I went on Google and started searching for cheap vendors in London or cheap you know, DJs in London. Because you know, I had a budget, you know, I'd already listed my budget, what I wanted to spend for MC, what I wanted to spend for videographer. Beyond uh, what was popping up at that time, Instagram wasn't the, you know, a, a tool where you can easily go there and source for vendors that, you know, as at that time, you know, um, I realized that all of the vendors that, you know, I could find going on the first page on Google, the second page, the third pages, reaching out to them, all of them were literally above my, my budget, you know, mm. I, I, you know, and that was really confusing. I had to speak to friends, family, etc. The whole process of one sourcing was daunting. You know, for me to be able to source, you had to go through profiles. You need to click a link to go on YouTube. So I, I had to open various platforms. So the process was very time-consuming, daunting, wasn't cost-effective for me. I went far above my budget. And then that came to me that, you know, there is actually a gap here. You know, if I, if I was, if anyone wants to come to London for the first time or anywhere within the UK, and they needed to organize an event. How do they source for vendors? So that was when the idea came. Obviously, time, you know, life, you know, takes away your time, etc. So down down the line, um, just before lockdown in um, twenty, that was last year, twenty twenty, if I'm correct, in <laughs> March. Uh, Yuma has been a very close friend of mine for for many years. Uh, we we worked together in an in, te in telecoms many years ago. So I actually rang uh, Yuma, I said, Yuma, let's meet up for business. Let's talk about stocks. Let's talk about shares. This was not, had nothing to do with Vendor. After my uh, event, my, my wedding in 2016, I, I was unable to sort of commence the development or the idea, bring the idea to life. So I just packed it, you know, because life, work, business, everything just took, took a whole uh, uh, time, uh, time away from me. So whilst we're having conversation, I'll leave Yuma to talk about his part here. And we talked about shares, we talked about stocks, we talked about so many things on business ideas, etc. And something just dawned on me. I said, you know what? I've been thinking about this idea for since 2016. And <laughs> this is, I think this is a big gap. You know, what was your response and how did you react to that? <laughs> yeah, I remember this conversation um, very vividly. And uh, it's so funny talking back about it now because it just it just gives me a bit of goosebumps in terms of how far we've gone. So um <laughs> So Oshoma, he said, oh, um, I've, been, I've been thinking about this for a while. And um, it was obviously the idea of Endoy. At the time, we didn't have a name. We didn't have anything. Basically, we just had a concept that we was going through. And he said, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been uh, dealing with this uh, thoughts in my head for quite a while since our wedding because I struggled to find DJs, videographers, photographers, and et cetera. And it was so interesting because at the time I was um, uh, running like an event promotion company called City Vibes. Mm. And I had experienced some of those things that Michelle was mentioning, but in, in a different kind of event planning uh, scenario, if you, if you may say that. And um, I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I experienced this problems myself on a, on a weekly basis. You know, I don't know if Oshoma intentionally tried to ambush me that day or not, but consider <laughs> <laughs> it's worked out well. But yeah, so um, it's, it's like, yeah, so um, what what do we do next now? Sort of thing. And I think I, I must have said to Oshoma, like, yeah, we need to find, you know, uh, someone who's technical that can kind of help us to kind of put this platform together. And we were contemplating on whether to do like a website or an, or an app. And based on the, 
on, on the way the world is right now and the way human behaviors are just in general, we just automatically said, you know what, we need to do, we need to build an app. We need, the app needs to be like a, a delivery or an Uber or like, or an Airbnb style app, you know? Sure, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? You know, if so, somebody, if you get that thought in your head, oh, I need to search for this. What do you instinctively do? You reach into your pocket, don't you? Exactly. You could be sat on the sofa in the evening watching TV, or you could be sat having a coffee somewhere. When something pops into your head, it's the first thing you do, quickly grab your phone and search for it. So instinctively, that's the right thing to do. Absolutely. And, and with, with apps in general, it's just, it's just a, it's just a stickier product, like statistically and, 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 and scientifically speaking, it's just a stickier product. So it just made more sense for us to kind of go to that direction. And that's when Ashoma popped up saying, yeah, you know, I know someone who is a, who, who is a bit of a tech guy. I'm going to ask him to see whether this is of interest to him. And interesting enough, at the time, Charles was planning his wedding, which is the, the CTO of the company, he was planning his wedding. So he understood the frustration straight away. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we, we got straight <laughs> to it. And, uh, and here we are. I don't know whether we sure we want to bridge any gaps in between well, then I, and, and now. I just think it's brilliant that how many um, people who work in the events industry can trace something back to their wedding at some point you know when the because it's the it's the ultimate event you know for in terms of personal experience and Absolutely. and personal reference and um you know regardless of your experience in the events industry and how many parties you've planned or weddings you've delivered or events you've run or conferences you've organized there's always that that moment where you say oh we need somebody to do this does anybody know somebody and and you get somebody on your team to say, oh, I know, I know a guy. I'll text you his number. You know, I know a photographer. I know a uh, an AV guy. I know a PA company. I know a lighting guy. I know a this guy or that guy. Yeah, everyone's got a guy for something, but Absolutely. everybody needs to know who everyone else's guys are. That's why yeah. the, you know the directory idea is, you know, potentially a great one because it's to me it strikes me that you're, you're going to bring everybody's sort of little black book so to speak together in one place so that everybody's got access to everybody else's guy or girl that they know and have used Absolutely. over the years and, and and just to add to that james um obviously i'm, a, I'm an host as well host a lot of events as well weddings etc and the beauty about what we are developing is the fact that all of those referrals i know this i know that you find that most of them don't meet your requirements in terms of your budget, for example, sure. and in terms of the sort of quality or style you're looking for. But you have no other option because that is the only way you can go. A lot of people want recommendation because they can't actually assess. When you go on a website, you can't assess the reviews and ratings of a DJ. The DJ could tell you, I've got 25 years experience, but how can you actually validate that, you know, um, and, and that's the problem. Then you end up saying, okay, since, you know, James has referred this DJ to me, I'll go for this DJ. But at the end of the day, you might not, it might not meet your, 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 uh, your requirements or, or what you're looking Precisely. for. Your style. So this is what we want to change. We want to be able to bring that where you have that direct, you know, um, 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 you know, uh, direct exposure to all of sure. these, all of these vendors. Yeah. Can I just say something again that swings to mind, Yoma, is that from a Google point of view, when you search Google, the people that you're going to find at the top of the uh, top of Google are the people who've probably got the best budget to have the best website to get them at the top of Google, or they've paid the sponsorship money to get them at the top of the search result. It's not going to find you 
Dare I say it, so, yeah. somebody like me, you know, I'm just a jobbing freelancer in the industry. You won't find me on Google. People, yeah. I get work because somebody's passed on my number because I've done a job for somebody else. And Absolutely. all my work comes through word of mouth. You know, if somebody searched for Google, they'd be searching years probably to find to find yeah. my yeah. emails. Yeah. But, and yeah. and it's, that, that's what it's about, isn't it? The, the people on Google are not necessarily going to be the right people, either budget wise. They're just going to be those that have paid the most to get to talk. Absolutely. And, and this is this is a, this is something that I show my keeps on hammering on. Uh, which is great that you're you're mentioning and the, the idea with Vendor is also we're going to have a rating and review system in place we want that really to be the determining factor of whether someone is good or bad not whether they've got the, the most money to spend on on advertising and stuff like that to put them higher up in the ranking you know so it's very it's it's, it's refreshing to my ears almost that you're that you're mentioning this to be honest <laughs> well as i said that there'll be a lot of freelancers i've no doubt who listen to this podcast who work in the same situation as me they may have a website they may have their own personal email address for their business but they're just they're one person that works as a freelancer you know our yeah. industry is is populated and driven by freelancers you know yep. regardless of what the, the services that they're providing you know, and those freelancers get business mostly, in my experience, through through word of mouth, through recommendation. Absolutely. And unless you've got that money to have a great website and do a bit of stuff on Google, you know, you you will only ever get found by somebody recommending you or being on a in a really good directory somewhere um, for that type of service. So, Absolutely. you know, to me, it's, it's obvious. It, it sprung to my mind instantly, and I'm hoping that what that's doing is also ringing some sort of um, empathy with some of the people who are listening to this who are probably in a similar position, who are fighting for business, who are looking for recommendations, who maybe struggle to be found via simple day-to-day digital platforms. Absolutely. Um, Just to add to that, James, um, obviously with COVID-19, there's been a significant impact to the small businesses, the Mm. sole traders, the freelancers like yourself. And, you know, the, the, the big organization are also trying to recover, you know, and what Vendor wants to try and do is to ensure that we give opportunity to those who are sole traders that's got small businesses, freelancers that are struggling hard, paying uh, tons of money in, in, on Facebook, on Instagram to, to be able to allow customers like us see them and, book, and, you know, source and book them. So it's more around a free marketing platform. You know, if you're really good, you know, your products, you know, your content are really fantastic. Come on our platform. Not easy. It's open for everyone. Showcase what the talent you've got. Showcase your content and leave the rest to us. We will do the marketing. We will bring that content out to the public to be able to say, hang on, this person is relatively cheap got good content, stays a mile from me or 0.5 miles from me, I will easily book that. But you're mm-hmm. right. At this point in time, when you go on Google, all you're getting are those that have been in the industry for years who can throw tons of money, millions, thousands, you know, at you. And you have no other option but to go to it. And then the small businesses and freelancers are actually struggling at, at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask, um, from a you know an actual sort of operational sense, you know, when you go into the into the app and into the platform, um, in terms of connecting with a vendor, with a, you find a service maybe on the, on on vendor that you like. Uh, right, I'm looking for a photographer. That's a great example, you know, an right. event photographer. Um, it, 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 how detailed can the listing be in terms of that vendor's availability or is it a case then that the user i.e., the event organizer makes contact via the platform with that vendor to find out here's here's the date of my event 
Are you available? What are your prices? How does that process work through the platform? Okay, um, I'll, I'll start and then you, Mark, and end. What we are building is just, you know, we are using the latest technology and we are ensuring that our process is seamless. And, you know, when we use the word, you know, we want you to be able to source and book event vendor with a few taps. We mean that, you know, time is money at this point in time, James. You know, uh, the ability for you to be able to tap a few taps to book a taxi using Uber or, or Airbnb, right, um, getting, you know, yeah. you know, the world is changing. And that's what the, the mentality people are having with the Gen Zs, the millennials, etc. So in terms of booking a vendor, you're absolutely right. We have done a really deep dive research. We've, we've brainstormed this and we... I, as experienced people in the industry understand the pain points that people are going through and the requirement, the sort of things people are looking out for to be able to source and book an event vendor. So when you come into our platform, if you're looking for a photographer, we have a tab called, like it's a Google search. You search or you're looking for a photographer. You put your quick requirement, the date of your event, how many people, uh, the location of your event, and you click search. We've got the functionality to be able to search for vendors based on because we've got a functionality, a calendar functionality where as a vendor, if you're going on holiday in the Bahamas, you can snooze your calendar for two weeks. So when someone does a search, you don't appear as if you're available. Um, so when you do that search, you see tons of vendors. You go into their profile. You can then filter based on your pricing. You could put your budget at the at the initial state. It only comes the the, the the vendors that will appear are vendors within your budget. You go into their profile, there's tons of information there. One is around, as you almost mentioned, ratings and review. Two is around the description of the of, of the service they provide. Three is around frequency, um, frequently asked questions. So what, what are the sort of questions customers would want to find out from you? And third is around content. We're talking about photographs, videos, etc. Mm. Now, without details of the profile, if you're not still convinced, you have the ability to instantly chat with the vendor. Instantly. So you go, it's like, you know, I go on WhatsApp to say, hi, James, are you available here? Yeah. Yeah. So we have that already built into the app to be able to, you know, liaise with the vendor, ask relevant questions. And once you're convinced, you go ahead and make payment again in the app and that payment has a protection. So until the vendors delivers the service, then we release the payment. Because at this point in time, I could find you online, James. I have never met you before. And I'm transferring a deposit of 400 pounds to you with a mindset that you're going to turn up on the day of my wedding. If you don't turn up, there is no um, payment protection. So we have all of those things built into, into the app. I don't know, Yuma, if you want to add anything to Yeah, I, I want to actually add to that because there's a, there's, there's a friend of mine that... Um, that she's a DJ and she she had the gig about a week ago and uh, the people didn't pay her in time. You know, they took a took. I believe they still haven't paid her to this day. Last time I spoke to her, so there's all these issues uh, around this that we're trying to resolve as well. So we so when we say it's seamless, we really mean it. We want it to be a straight linear process that everyone is aware of back from the start. So if you go in, you you want to get a DJ, you want to get a photographer, you pay for that service there and then. And then it gives the vendor that reassurance, that, okay, vendor has this money for me now. And all I need to make sure is I need to deliver the services that, that customer wants, and then I'll get my funds. And on top of that, what that's, because we've got a rating and review system in place, it will 
really encourage people to do a splendid, fantastic job because no one wants to see their ratings go down and stuff like that. So we think we can get we think we can get the best out of everybody by by bringing this platform, you know, and and really open doors, especially for freelancers, you know, that are, that yeah. don't really get these opportunities. Um, this this is great as well, and I'm really pleased that you've touched on the financial aspect of it because, you know, sometimes it's the elephant in the room that people don't want to talk about. And yeah. certainly, you know, I've had experience, as I said, as a freelancer, I'm sure what I'm about to say will ring true with people listening to this today, which is that we've all had jobs where we've done an event and we've delivered the service that we've got, that we provide, and we then put our invoice in. And then there's that horrible few days where you think, I'm waiting on payment, I'm waiting on payment, and then you want to chase them. And everybody has had that scenario where they've had to chase for their money at some point in their career as a freelancer. And nobody likes doing it because we're all faced with the same situation with is you don't want to annoy them that badly that they won't book you again. That's that's the situation. Nobody ever wants to be faced with that situation where you end up banging on the door that hard for your money that you get it but you never get work from that person again. It's always that it's trying to strike that fine balance. Um, and what you've just said there, you know, it, it, in terms of how you're hoping that the app or, or how the app intends to work is that you're going to take away that awkwardness, hopefully take away that, that scenario where the vendor has to chase the organizer for the money. If it's all done through there, brilliant, you know, boom, money's money's going through the the only thing i would ask is again as organizers we've all been faced uh, with situations where we're waiting for ticket sales you know we've got money that's going to be generated even right on the day you've got stuff to pay out for and a lot of time all your revenue is not in until after the event um which is why you know organizers will pay out afterwards um are you working any sort of scenario where you know, you can work with organizers who might be working on a specific type of event where a lot of their revenue is maybe not going to be actually brought in until the day of it. Correct. I think great, great question, James. Absolutely. Um, as a startup, we need to be mindful, um, you know, on how we deal with our resources and revenue generation is quite very, very important for us and crucial. But the, the mindset we have is, we want people to come on board first to be part of Vendor. And, 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 you know, we're building a community. It's not just having an organization or a business solving a problem. We're building a community. But we want to get to the point where those who are loyal vendors become super vendors, you know, and that will take a time. And as soon as we can trust you, you can trust us. Then as soon as we're receiving funds from vendor in the future, we're hoping to release a certain percentage directly to the vendors. But if we do that at an earlier stage, we are not guaranteeing that payment protection. Mm-hmm. It's just the way uh, uh, Airbnb does is they have super hosts. Oh, yeah. And at this point in time with super hosts, there's a lot of things. They've trusted those people. They've been with them. These guys are loyal. They're, they've got quality of uh, their quality of services of high uh, 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 delivery. So that is the sort of concept we're looking. But at the initial stage, we want customers to be able to trust us that if I pay a thousand pounds, I'm getting my service, and if I don't get my service completed, then I have a recovery plan in place. So this is something we're looking at at, at, at the same time in the future. <laughs> Yeah, just to add to that as well, uh, we are actually so so the, the the idea is that the product is going to get even more flexible over time. But we are starting off with uh, something like a pay ten ten percent up sure. until uh, thirty. Is it thirty one or 30, 30 days before the event? 
Correct. Yeah, so so you can pay ten percent up to thirty days before the event, and what that does is that it guarantees you that vendor. Fantastic, you know. Yeah, but so within the remaining thirty days, you obviously have to pay the, the full installment. So so, this, so so that so it's that flexibility to start with. But we aim to gradually improve this flexibility as the the, the, the state of the business improves and evolves and grows over time. But yeah, that's something that for sure, uh, you know, is is in our mind already, and we are working towards having that in place at, at later dates as well and improving the product in terms of that direction. Sure, absolutely. One thing I'd like to ask, if I may, is um, it, there is a, a vast spectrum, as we all know, of, of event types in our industry. You know, the, the p- parties, club nights, live gigs, uh, conferences, trade shows, you know, the list is, is vast. Um and with that, the, the, the detail that organisers go into from event to event can differ. You know, we've all had different experiences. Some event organisers may want a vast amount of paperwork and risk assessments and insurance documents and things like that in advance. Others, you know, may not be so, so demanding of that. In terms of that follow-up communication, once an initial booking has been made with the vendor... If an organiser, for example, wanted somebody's public liability insurance, if they're coming to the event, how would they sort of carry on that communication, that line of dialogue between them and a vendor? Great. Um, at this point, obviously, we are creating an MVP. In the future, I'll talk about the future, then I'll come back on the current state. So in the future, what we plan to do is to allow uh, vendors being able to upload evidence like their public liability insurance certificate, food hygiene certificate, a lot of that readily available for the customer to risk assessment template completed and all of that. But that is the future. In the current state, um, as soon as you, you, that's why we have the chat functionality for you to be able to say, do you have this? Do you have this in place? Yes, 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 I can send it. You can easily upload through the chat scheme to say, this is my risk assessment. This is my public uh, liability insurance. But even after booking, as soon as you book a vendor and that you go into a contract between the customer and the vendor, you the, the vendor the customer will have the ability to 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 see the to to have access to the uh, vendor's uh, contact details. Mm-hmm. So you can pick up the phone, you can contact them and say, you know what, I need this insurance now. I need this. So there's that sort of communication, clear communication happening. The thing, the truth of the matter is, you know, at that point in time, there was already a contract in place in Vendor that would give them the ability to negotiate. But you're absolutely right. You know, all of those things, we have a functionality again on the app currently called FAQ, so the frequent, frequently asked questions. And you can easily put your questions there to say, do you have public ability? The, the vendor can easily say, yes, I have this, I have this certificate, I have this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that that is visible to the customers to be able to see before they actually pro- progress to to, to book a, a vendor as well. Uh, just just to add to that as well, we 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 also ensure that when we onboard vendors, they are vetted uh, vendors. So we actually we actually know who they are. You know that you can't you can't go on the uh, platform, James, and say your name is uh, is Peter if you if you want to be a vendor on our platform. We make sure that. Um, it, it passes uh, the, our partners' due diligence test with ID and etc. So we know who our vendors are. So that would also give the customers a reassurance that yeah, you're dealing with someone who has passed uh, a third body verification test. On top of that, and that will all automatically give somewhat uh, form of reassurance uh, before you book uh, yeah. that particular vendor. 
that the more we have this conversation, the more it seems it seems obvious that we need something like this in the industry. Um, because if you look at the obvious one to me to draw a parallel and a comparison with is something like checker trade, you know, it, yeah. in, in the construction industry. My, my yeah. brother's a gas engineer. You know, he's a one-man band. It's just him and his band, and he's on there, and that's where a lot of his business comes from. And and that's because consumers know that if they go onto that particular platform, they know that tradesmen have been vetted, verified. They've gone, to, they've passed the relevant checks and ID checks, and that they're a legitimate trader. You know, uh, and um, it, if you look at any other industry, they have some sort of yeah. either regulatory process or a, pla a recognized platform where you can go to find services in that industry and for Absolutely. an industry that is populated and driven as much as freelancers as we've discussed and highlighted already today you know it seems obvious that there needs to be something for those one person operations to be able to source business but also for the organizers to be able to make sure that they are you yeah. know creditable and 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 who they are yeah, absolutely. I can, uh, if I just quickly add something, I can only speak for myself in terms of this. And I've, I've organized numerous events and all the sort of vendors I've gotten for my events have been through Instagram. So there, there hasn't been, there's always been that risk element from start that, oh, this might not <laughs> be actually who, who I'm speaking to, you know. And there's been times where, you know, pe people haven't showed up and stuff like that. And it's, really nothing I can do because I, I is that person even real or, or is it really who I'm talking to but again with something like Vendoy I will have that reassurance I'll go in I'll find who I say I'm if I want to book James I'll book James <laughs> because it's been vetted already so yeah for sure the event industry definitely needs this and, and then just to finish off uh, my point is that you know this it's a massive industry you know it's it's worth something like 70 billion in the in the UK you know so it's a huge industry and it's surprising that it doesn't have something like this already you would have thought absolutely if i may as we as we sort of get towards the end of time on today's episode let's talk about where the platform is as we sit here today in terms of the app you know are, are we are we ready for launch you know if somebody's listening to this and thinks wow i'd love to get on there i'd love to get my details listed on there where are we what is the process over the next few months and, and how can people get involved Lovely. So at this point in time, we are at the final state of the development um, and we are due to launch at some point in December, but we're doing an alpha testing. So this mm -hmm. is just an in-house testing of the app. We've been doing that simultaneously as we develop and that has really helped us along the way to be able to build test, build test. But now once we have the final product, we want to do a deep dive testing, you know, clear some bugs if there's any identified, etc. So that's where we currently are. We're excited about this. I think um, uh, every day we are just looking for, we can't wait to showcase, uh, to, to be able to allow everyone to have access to this because this is going to be a revolution. We believe this is going to solve a lot of problems for people and, and easy for people to be able to organize events you know, at, 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 at the tip of your finger. Um, in January, we are looking to do a bit of testing. We have a fantastic wait list, which is led by Yoma constantly. Um, he is responsible for our social media being there, you know. So, um, you know, we, are, we have a very strong waitlist. So, we're going to, um, you know, release this to our waitlist and some of our uh, and our key investors as well. And with that, that way, we want to test the house again with a smaller group. And then from there, after the beta testing, we're looking to launch to public at some point in April, May next year. 
Fantastic. Um, well, very best of luck with it. And as I said, uh, and as you guys have said during the, the, the podcast today, we could do everything else in life now with, you know, a couple of taps on our phone. You know, if you want to get picked up outside a bar, you can get on Uber and the taxi, you know, a couple of clicks and, and you've got a taxi on its way. And you can even track how it's getting to you. You know, if you want some food, you know, you can hop on any one of the main food apps in our delivery, just eat Uber Eats, bang, couple of clicks, food's on its way to you you know we can book a flight on an app on our phone and fly off somewhere in a few clicks you know it, it that's the world that we live in now and that's what absolutely people, that's what people demand and expect and the reality is is that people just don't have the patience at the moment it's not so much having the time but the patience when they can do all of those other things at a few clicks to then search through pages and pages of google to find what they want they'll just run out of patience and, and people won't, won't find the work. So, guys, it, it's been fabulous to, to get a little bit of an insight into what you're doing. And I know that there's probably so much more we could talk about. But just want to thank you for coming on the, on the podcast today to talk about it and, and wish you the best of luck. And, of course, before we wrap up, let's, um, let's give people some of the key information that they need. If they want to find out more about what you're up to, what's the website, what are the social media handles, how do they find you guys? Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'll take that one. So, uh, so the website is www.vendoy.com, and in terms of um, the, the waitlist, so we have a waitlist that just crossed two thousand this morning. So we have two thousand vendors and customers on the waitlist eager to use our product. So anyone else who you know feels that this is something that is useful for them can obviously join our waitlist. And what that will mean is that you will get early access to the app when it's available to the waitlist. So that's ahead of the public launch. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of our social media, so for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, it's at Vendoy app. There we go. Fantastic. On the screen for people who are watching. Absolutely. And then you, there you can really find out more about what we're trying to build. And we've given... Because our, our product, we want our product to be a community-owned and community-driven product. We're giving people sort of insight into what we are building gradually and some of the directions we, we, we intend on taking. So you can find all that information there. And then lastly, uh, we are just Vendoy on LinkedIn. So if you are on LinkedIn, please just search Vendoy and, and give us a follow. Uh, fantastic guys um really appreciate that today um we've been uh, we've been talking to uh, uh the, the founders the gentlemen behind what hopefully will be the next big thing in the event industry in terms of allowing freelancers and vendors the opportunity to really connect with that massive network of organizers out there ashoma yoma it's been great to have you on the show today thanks for taking a bit of time out of what must be a very busy schedule at the moment to talk about it thanks Absolutely. a lot Jim. thanks for having us really appreciate it no Thanks, problem Chase. at all. If you are if you're listening to today's podcast, of course you can hop over to eventindustrynews.com and you can watch video versions of all of our previous episodes, as well as check out the latest news features and uh, some of the uh, special supplements that are produced via eventindustrynews.com. All available on the website of course if you are already watching today's video hello to you all thanks for tuning in and thanks for being on eventindustrynews.com and watching this if you want to listen to audio versions of all of our podcasts you can just hop on to your favorite podcast platform we're on all of the uh, the usual platforms for podcasts and you can just search for the event industry news 
podcast and you will find us and of course join us on our social media platforms as well at event news blog on twitter and search for event industry news across all the other platforms and you will find us i'm absolutely certain of it um thanks again guys for joining us today we come to the end of today's episode it's been great to uh, to talk to the chaps today and we'll see you on the next edition of the event industry news podcast very soon goodbye everybody Thank you.